This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. The wolf thought to himself, what a tender young creature. What a nice plump mouthful. Uh, that was an excerpt from Kent Dunn's journal. <laughs> um, no, sorry. Uh, uh, probably the Brothers Grimm in 1812. Probably. Probably. Maybe Kent Dunn. Who knows? <laughs> That's always a question I ask myself. Is it the Brothers Grimm saying it or Kent Dunn? Always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, welcome to Bake It Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our fictional teacher show, uh, which was... What a fun, weird time. Fiction, I, I, well, I say fictional teacher. Some of them weren't fictional. It was just fictional they were based on real, real people. people. Yeah. But yeah, we would like to thank, once again, teachers in the world, not thank only you. for listening to that episode, but for being teachers. Like we, especially in this past, uh, I don't know, two years, which have been pretty horrible, we truly, truly appreciate you for what you do. Wow. Why did you say that during the show? That I don't know. I actually to? thought about it. I'm like, why did I think teachers? They're a real yeah. thing. Why well, didn't we? Why yeah. did we take a moment to like name those teachers that made a difference in our life? I remember thinking that like I was listening to the episode saying, Joel, just say, just say Mr. Pusey's name. Just say it. Oh, now you do? Now what did you do in that show? He's not listening to this episode. He only listened to the last one probably. So Shelly Pants on Instagram says, guys, this couldn't have been more appropriate today. I'm a kindergarten teacher, and today was hey. the first day of school. Thanks for giving me the perfect way to unwind after all the craziness. Warm Thank you for fuzzies. being a teacher. Yes. Warm fuzzies. And then it's kind of fun. Shane Hyatt on Facebook said, I had a chemistry teacher that showed us in person how dangerous nitroglycerin is. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. He also caught his tie on fire. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty great. We Co- all would have liked that. Coach Harris, he did all sorts no, of crazy stuff. No, no more teacher names. No. He was the one that laid on a bed of nails and walked on glass and, and, and breathed in the hydrofluoric Extracurricular activities? That makes you sound deep instead of... It's opposite of helium. I... Uh, saw my first grade teacher earlier this year at work. Really? It was bizarre. I was like, you told me I knew how to read okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. And then finally, I would just like to pat myself on the back and say, it's okay, buddy. Homer Simpson can't pronounce her name either. Thank you, the listener, Spencer, who shared a clip of the Simpsons on Twitter. Homer Simpson, one of the bigger buffoons in TV history. Who, who was no. calling her Crandall the whole time. Yeah, it wasn't like he was mispronouncing her name. He just didn't know her name. I didn't either. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer, for sharing that on Twitter. This whole time I've been calling her Crandall. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. Yes. Thank you, listener. Thank you. We it was a fun show. your comments. We always Sorry. love hearing from you. D- uh, and let us know how you felt about the length. It was kind of a shorter episode. No, Do you that's, want more that's of those? The way they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be around an hour. Never going to happen again. We've consistently gone that very short. Let's make it this one. No. Because, uh, well, I don't know how short it's going to be because we have a guest. Yes, we do. Here in the Bacon Cave. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We'd like to uh, welcome Jessica Terry, a member of the Bacon Council, to the Bacon Cave. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, Jessica. Hi. Hi. She Just- holds the distinction of having the tallest hair in the room, and I'm pretty upset the, about the it. The tallest <laughs> hair. Yep. Prettiest tallest one in the room. Yeah, we're, we're tallest tallest hair. Hair. not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Although well, Kent's looking good. Highest yes. voice, highest voice in the room. I'll give her that as well. Sure, sure. Uh, but <laughs> I crack my voice. <laughs> but Jessica, why don't you tell us a little? Uh, tell us a little about yourself and the listener a little about yourself. I am originally from California. Moved up to Idaho with my family when I was about nine, and I have lived in Utah for the last fifteen years. Nice. nice. And uh, I was going to say, Bacon Cell, you've been you've been listening a while now. I have been a fan since day one. Wow. Yep. Day one. Since yeah. the unblockable Do you camp. have a favorite type of show? Oh, man. I, I pretty much love them all. Oh, stop it. I do. I, I do. You're I like already the here. You got the invite. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I do love the variety, though. Yeah. I was going to say, any particular shows that pop to mind of ones that you would recommend to others that you enjoy yourself? Oh, man. So many. I love the Disney ones. Mm-hmm. But I usually do go back to the Halloween ones. Yeah. Nice. I have a list that I keep of all of my favorite episodes and it's almost every single episode. And when if I'm caught up on all the episodes and I kind of have some downtime at work or I can do something monotonous at work and I can listen, mm-hmm. I just pull up that list and say, how do I feel right now? And uh, dark the pyramid of fear. Those ones oh, are yeah. definitely the pyramid. awesome. The pyramid. <laughs> the yeah. pyramid, yes. That's trademarked, I think. I do. <laughs> I do love that. Those yeah. ones those what are other, so much fun. What other nice things about you guys are you going to make her say? <laughs> <laughs> we do that with all the do guests. Do you like my haircut? <laughs> I do. It looks nice. Thank you. Tell me you like my hat. Um, no, but uh, also uh, speaking of things we it do with guests. Your first time on the show. It's your first it time is. on the show. And so we have a series of questions for you, Jessica. I'm excited. Now, Did you plan for these? I did. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. she knows they're coming. I did some research. So we I'm have so sorry. If you hear crunching, she brought me candy. She brought me <laughs> no eating bar. on the show. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help myself. We're gonna have a little eating on the show after this, mm-hmm. just a little bit. But I want to. I'm gonna ask you a series of eleven questions, Jessica. Mm-hmm. I want you to answer these as fast as you can. Okay. Uh, even if you don't have a strong opinion, just keep, make an answer. Make one of us happy. Okay. Here we go. Number one. 
Which is better, Karate Kid or Karate Kid 2? Karate Kid 2. No. Oh, yeah. Which is worse, Star Wars Episode 1 or Star Wars Episode 2? I asked a friend and he said 2. Yeah. Oh, you haven't friend. seen them? I have not. I'm not interested. Oh, wow. Zero in any Star Wars? In okay. any Star Wars. What if I told I'm you... I'm a huge movie buff. What if I told no you they're zero, mostly no uh, made up of uh, grim fairy tales? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Fast, fast, fast. Uh, do you rate movies using stars or letter grades? Letter grades. Okay. Okay. Which is the more America movie? Rocky, Four, or Independence Day? Independence Day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is one. Is Night Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Halloween. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy or X-Files? X-Files. Nice. Huh. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Based on previous questions. Yep. Which is more Christmassy, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? Die Hard. Correct. Mm. And people just don't know. Phantom of the Opera or Les Miserables? Phantom. Labyrinth or Never Ending Story? Never Ending Story. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or 10 Things I Hate About You? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, that seems pretty even. No, that was mostly Kent. Except for the end That there. was mostly a Kent thing. I know. I think it's, I'm, I'm very happy that you answered that one. But I was listening to this going, she's obviously Kent fan. It's yeah. Just how it works. <laughs> We're sitting next to each other. Yeah. But it's no, true. thank you. I was going to say, Jessica, well done on that. Thank I'm you. Glad you. I hope you had a good time with that questionnaire. I did. I it's did. very in-depth, and we know a lot about you now. It's true. You but can tell a lot about a person from those questions. You really can. That's why I've never answered them. Yeah. I actually, I recommend. <laughs> never do. Listener, I recommend when you go on a date, the first date, ask these questions of your date, you'll get a sense of who they are. And they will get a sense of who you are. <laughs> but, uh, Jessica, you are a wonderful person who also brought us some treats that Thank we're going to try real quick. I did. So the Oreos that you brought? Yes. You want to explain what they are? Yes, they are apple cider donut Oreos. Limited edition. Apple cider donut. Yeah. Okay. I so thought I heard spice in there before, and so I was kind of concerned. I Basically, think you heard cider. These are uh, <laughs> wassail Oreos. No! <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Marley Farron. As I recall, no. I thought you liked wassail. No, 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 no. So no, we're no. breaking every podcast rule by eating on the podcast. Yes, but True. we're going to try these, and you have have you tried these? I have not. So this Just is a, bought a these. first, uh, we're going to all tier these at the end, all right? So okay. let's each take a cookie yes. and take a moment and... Try an Oreo live on the air. And just so you're aware, listener, if you are not already a patron of Bacon Sale, this current activity usually happens a lot on Bacon Bits. So if you like what's going on here, support starts at just $3 a month. If, if you, you like on-air chewing. You can skip forward a little <laughs> bit if you'd like. And really, we wanted to do this as a preview and not just because we were arguing on the Bacon Bit and forgot. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, yeah. Spicy. That cinnamon is coming through. This tastes like a candle. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing at all. This tastes I like I, I want to eat the Glade spray, but I know I now shouldn't. Here's the thing. It tastes like ginger snaps. If it were this apple is cider. Yeah. If it were just apple cider, that'd be one thing. But this is apple cider donut. There's like an extra glaze. It's in it's got a little kickiness to it. It's got that cruel. It the, the aftertaste is pretty It's it got a little like it's a like cake donut a little oh, bit. Cakiness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think else. I said? Something not family friendly. <laughs> Nakedness. Mm. No. <laughs> Flaky. Don't try and guess. That makes it worse. <laughs> mm. Ah, wire. I'm, right. I'm going to give these a tier two. They're not as bad as I expected. True. I was expecting worse. But not They're pretty great? good. Not great. I wouldn't get these if I were to buy Oreos. Tier one. I love them. Mm. Mint Oreos or these? Come on. Oh, mint. mint. I would go mint, but these are fun. <laughs> I'm actually very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. These Coconut are good. Oreos like I said, are good. I was thinking spice, like, mm-hmm. um, what is that? Pumpkin spice? Yes, but what is in that I hate? It's not nutmeg. Yeah, it's ap- the other Oh, apple Close. spice junction. Clove, yeah. clove. These are like subtle ginger. I hate clove. And I don't like ginger that much. Yes, Zach. I don't know any of those. <laughs> but I will say, I, and then I worried about the cider thing because the wassail connotation. But these are actually pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm also going to give them a tier two. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for apple cinnamon. I love these. Jessica? I'd say about tier two. Okay, so Zach likes them best. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going we're, we're to chew for a <laughs> moment. Win. Win. We're going to chew for a moment, and then we'll get back to you. One hour later. What are we talking about today, Zach? I don't really know, but I've been told NBC's Grimm. Uh, I'm glad you had the extra M on there. Mm. <laughs> and it's from Grimm. NBC as well. <laughs> Not just Grimm. Grimm. NBC's Grimm. So, uh, yes, Jessica, you are a fan of NBC's Grimm. A super fan. I am. I am, yes. How many times have you seen this show? Twice. Okay. All the way through twice. All the way through twice. And it is six seasons, 123 episodes. But is there a movie? No movie no yet. Movie. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> Which uh, I was going to say, when did it, it aired? Uh, hold on, I had 2011. It right yep. Did you watch it live? I did initially, yes, and that 
my gosh, was so difficult <laughs> because this show leaves cliffhangers. So it is. Oh. It was pretty difficult to. Well, you're like, I'm just not going to watch this. I'll wait week to week. Yeah. And it started in an era when, I mean, it wasn't as easy to watch things online. Very true. So you had to watch it live. Yes. So in preparation for this show, uh, you've watched the whole season, a uh, whole series twice now. I have. I watched the entire first season this past week. And it's <laughs> a lot uh, of watching. It is. It is. But here's the funny thing. And I mentioned this to Kent, but I don't think I told you guys. But I watched the first episode and I went, I've seen this. Oh. Like I recognized it. And then I watched the second episode and I went, I've seen this show. And I think I, I had this kind of vague memory of me seeing the previews for it. It's a Halloween show. It's a creepy show. I was looking forward to it. And so I'm pretty sure on October 28th, 2011, I sat down and made a point to watch the pilot. Oh. And I enjoyed the pilot. And so then I watched the next episode. I don't know what happened after that. Did you lose interest in the show? Is that why you watched the first two episodes and well, then I mean, trail back off? then it really was like... Because like you love the X-Files, right? Yeah. And it's very serialized in their Monsters of the Week, for example. So you like this format... Yes. But maybe for some reason you just stopped. Well, like I said, back then it was a lot harder to watch things online. And so nowadays I just kind of add it to my queue. And then, you know, every time a new episode come on, I watch it whenever I could. Yeah, of course. But back then you had to make time to sit down and watch these shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had like, I think only 17 kids at the time. And so it was <laughs> harder to days. keep up with that. Yeah, early days. And so it was harder to keep up with that. And so I think I kind of trailed off after that and then forgot about it. But it was always kind of back in my mind. People would recommend it to me because they know I like monsters. They mm -hmm. know I like, you know, kind of these serialized dramas. But uh, it wasn't until this episode that I ended up watching the entire first season. I mean, it wasn't until a very similar show that Supernatural was recommended to you, what, three years ago that you started watching that one? Yes. I'm so it took a done. while. Yes, I'm almost done with that. Well, and Supernatural was on the CW, yes. which eh, for better or worse is mockable. This was like uh, a supernatural, though. No, what I'm saying, it was on a mockable channel. This was yes. on like NBC. It's like, but on oh, Friday NBC. nights, yeah. that is a mockable Friday nights channel. is where NBC sends shows to die, which is why I was surprised this went six seasons. Six mm -hmm. seasons. Now, now we're I, talking around Grimm. Yes, I think we, we should, should talk about Grimm. I have a, just a real quick question. Yes, comparing to CW, do the the lead actors have CW bodies and faces? Yes, they're all very handsome. Yes, no. nice. Not bodies, right? Right. Mm. Like CW abs are like. Tier one. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. That is true. Yeah. Not quite tier one. Okay, Which so they're not quite close. there, but CW faces? Well, how did, pretty you, people? how did you find out about the show? Do you remember like learning about it or wanting sitting down to wanting to watch it? I remember seeing previews for the show. And I know that Sean Hayes, who is uh, just Jack on Will and Grace, yes. oh, yeah. he's actually an executive producer. So I remember seeing the commercials and he would be talking about the show and just oh. thought that it sounded like such a fresh, fresh idea. Such a unique idea. Such a fresh so, idea. What is the <coughs> idea? Such a fresh idea <laughs> since so this fresh. came five, five years oh, after hey, Supernatural. We'll get there. Okay. So Jessica, we're in an elevator. Yes. You need to pitch the show to us. Well, you're pitching it to the listener right now. Yes. How many floors? I'll push the button. So someone uh, says... There are eight says, floors. Yeah, press the button and then we go, Ding. hey, I'm looking for a show to watch. What do you have in mind? I would say, imagine if the creatures from the grim fairy tales were real and existed within people. Mm. I think that you practiced that. I did. That a bit. sounded very polished. <laughs> can I, can I, I see them? Bit. Can I see these creatures? Are they just walking among us? Now, we can't always okay. trust the synopses online, but I do have the synopsis for this show, which okay. goes a little bit more into the main character and the format of the show. Mm -hmm. Follows Portland homicide detective Nicholas Burkhart, who discovers he is a grim. We'll get into that later. The latest in a line of guardians who was sworn to keep the balance between humanity and mythological creatures known as. Vessen. Spelled Wesson. Shut yeah. up, Wesson. There's a lot of German in this. Yes. Like we'll get there. I can't wait for this part of the show. <laughs> well, because the, the Grimm, I was gonna say this is based on the Grimm Grimm's fairy tales. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now I mean there's Grimm's fairy tales that we know by heart. Like there's uh Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Pretty sure that was Grimm. Was that Grimm? Now all of a sudden I'm questioning everything. I know. We, we know them so Rapunzel. well. We know them so well. Proceeds to uh, oh, the Hansel yeah. and Gretel is one. Cinderella is one. Mm -hmm. They're usually dark. They're yes. very dark. And these were tales that were. That, oh yes, no, it is one. Thank you, thank you, Joel, for looking that up. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're, you're not Joel. But also, the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. Oh, my favorite story. Yeah, that's what I had for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. The, the thing is, I remember thinking to myself, well, how many, how many can they actually do? Because, you know, this is Grimm's fairy tales. There's only so many out there. I went and looked and there's like 200. They Yo. wrote like 200 stories. I, 
Rain, and they have wow. ones like the mouse and the sausage, whatever that was, or like the wolf and the seven young kids, the white snake. Oh, great oh, band. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the devil with the three golden hairs, the tailor in heaven, the magic table, the gold donkey, and the club in the sack. I don't um, know what these are. Harry Potter and the club in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so there are so many. And I, I kind of went, oh, there's much more to these stories than I thought there were. Mm-hmm. And so what this show does, uh-huh. each episode, there's a lot of German because there's some sort of creature from the Grimm's fairy tales that pops up. And then he being a Grimm. Right. Which uh, you can explain this part, Jessica. What is, what is a Grimm? Grimm? So a Grimm is someone who can actually see Vesson. And Vessen being like creatures. Yes, Vessen being creatures, and they are within people. So a person could look just normal, and then they what? what it they seems call like when they low. overheat. <laughs> Pretty much. They, when, they, yeah. when they lose control of their emotions. When they get emotional, yeah. When they're upset. Whether good or bad. Yeah, when they're upset, um, if they're angry, they kind of, that, that Vessen side of them actually kind of takes over, and they physically change. Now, not everyone can see that, but if mm. you're a Grim. Nick can see that since he is a Grim. Not everyone can see that, but they can be seen if they want to. Yes, yeah. So I mean, they, they can they can wolf out and scare somebody. Yes, exactly. So if they <laughs> if they let that emotion that vest inside take over, it's it's called voguing. So they vogue. Vogue. Yes. Strike a pose. You guys are both for a podcast. Doing the vogue hands. <laughs> yes, no you one are. can see vogue hands. <laughs> they, true. they are doing it. Yeah, they feel it too. And they can feel it. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so there are two ways that they can do that. One is they can only be seen by other Vessen and by Grimm, and another is they can be seen by everyone. Yes. Yes. And, so, it, and it feels like that the, a lot of times they will, uh, what do they call it, Vogue? No. Yes. When they wolf out, I, I called it wolfing out, but they do that kind of to show each other that they are Vessen. Like, they'll kind of like look each like other. They can't eyes. automatically sense it unless they Vogue. Yeah, well, True. They, but sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, yes. But also, I, I just want to... I want to set people's expectations for the effects on this show. Okay. <laughs> because if you've ever been on Snapchat and you've used the Don't filter. Don't get on Snapchat. No. But FaceTime does it too. Or, yeah. or I think Google Chat does it. FaceChat does it too. But when they have those filters where it's like your face is normal and then when you open your mouth, all of a sudden you turn into a kitty and then you close your mouth and you turn back to normal. Because that's I, what it is. They kind of go, and they could be a demon. Like in the I, first episode, they were kind of ghoulish. Yes. And then they turn into cats in the next episode or foxes. Foxes. Or yeah, yeah, there are different species of Vessen. Yes. Yes. So the, the filters, as the you're filters. saying. So that's the thing is, I watched it and I really was like, I think they just discovered this technology existed. And they were like, let's build a show around that. <laughs> Let's build a show around Snapchat filters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's weird. You watch other Supernatural shows like Supernatural or Buffy, and they have like heavy Latex face makeup, makeup yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And this one, I did see a couple images because I only watched three episodes. And mm-hmm. the three I watched had really short glimpses, which honestly seemed like these filters you're talking about, Joel. Right. But then some of the images, and maybe the budget got better the longer the show went. And I don't know if they show them for more than 0.5 seconds, but it did seem like really good makeup, like prosthetics. Whenever they do... And just does, that, does it get better? That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> the CGI is not the best, but right. I've definitely but seen is, worse. I mean, it's also, you know, a decade old at yes. the beginning here. Yes. It's just, it's still just a notch below Leia and Rogue One, so... <laughs> but it really yeah, does, true. like, it, it, they do, when it's a quick CGI change, and they do it almost every episode, there's like mm-hmm. three or four times someone will... will Wolf out, Vogue, Vogue, strike a pose. I'm not doing it this time, you for the record. <laughs> They'll do it multiple times, though, in a show. And I was like, that's got to kill the budget. And then I was yeah. like, well, I guess not, because it's not like they're... It doesn't look great, I should say. It looks fine. Mm-hmm. For TV, it looks fine. Yeah, it looks fine. But then if they do it for an extended period of time, they put on prosthetics, and suddenly it's like, oh, that's practical. Like, you can kind of tell a difference. Yeah, true. So you said a Grim can notice them, but what's the point of a Grim? That's the title, question. not the main guy's name. Yes. His name is Nick. His name is Nick. So he he's a Grim? Like what, what happens there? Yes. So Nick actually finds out that he's part of a family of Grimms. He was not raised to know what From that actually means. From the Grim brothers. Means. Yes. So what a Grim does or what a Grim is, someone who knows about these Vessen, it's kind of a, obviously a secret community. The people at large don't understand it. They don't know it. Mm-hmm. And Grimms are the ones who actually kill Vessen. Okay. Yes. And we say kill like they hunt them. Like they you, hunt you them. You could call them hunters. Yes. Supernatural <laughs> hunters of the supernatural. You could call them that. This is true, yes. But there's also something where the Grim is known by the Vessen, by these creatures. Yes. And they are terrified of him. Like they are. I it, do you get special powers as a as a Grim? No. At least at least I didn't like a, a sword or something. No, you, you can see them. You That's can it. you can yeah. see the Vessen. But I'm like, he didn't get a buffy thing where he gets some extra powers. Nope. They don't have But a they're lot monsters. Of, 
They are. True. Like, I know he's a cop, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's, this is a police procedural yes. show, by the yes. way. Yes. Where he has a detect, or he has a, a partner who doesn't know what's going on. Yes. A, f- a fiance or girlfriend who doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then in the first episode, I mean, it's no real spoiler alert, but there's a side character who is a Wesson who joins the team as well. Yes, Monroe. A good Wesson. A, there a are, good one. Because yes. the thing is, and these Wesson, we're just going to call them Wesson for now on. Yeah. Just know that Wesson equals creatures. Yes. The Wesson, they, they're good and bad. They're ones who are just trying to live their life daily and no big deal. But they do have certain personality quirks they're trying mm-hmm. to kind of suppress. Yep. And then there's ones that are evil. Like some, some Wesson are like bounty hunters. Right. Bounty, mm-hmm. hun- bounty hunters are Wesson. Or like some still people's like organs and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's all these different characters. So each episode he will encounter. This this is kind He's of solving a crime. He, he is. Yes, because he is a cop. I want to bring this up because it is very formulaic. At least the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. where he will be investigating a crime, and one of the witnesses or the victim will be a vessel, and mm-hmm. then he'll have to figure out what type of vessel is. And it's like, oh, this week it's a bear, and next week it's a wolf, and then it's a bird, mm-hmm. like. But the whole point is that the Grimm brothers were not writing fairy tales. They were writing folklore. Or not folklore. They were writing a kind of a guidebook to these creatures mm-hmm. hidden in, in like public so yes. everyone could know about them. Wait, is this mythology in the show? Mm-hmm. That's okay. where the Grimm comes from. The Grimm brothers, that's what they were doing. Because I kind of yes. want to call you out on this one. I do, is this about Grimm's fairy tales or is this just about animal people? <laughs> like it honestly <laughs> seems like the secret island of Dr. Moreau. To me, because it, like, you're looking through the list of Vessen, which we'll go over, it just seems like animal people who are trying to take over or kill people. Are these actually based on stories from Grimm? Some are. Some okay. are, yes. So yeah, the Brothers Grimm, they created these quote-unquote fairy tales based on real-life accounts with these Vessen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, like one of the first examples, I don't know if you watched this one, but one of the first examples, one of the first episodes, I was sitting there watching it, and this couple breaks into these people's houses. Oh, the bear one. Yeah, yeah. and I started going... Ah, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Yeah. Yep. And uh, like, there's one of the goose that laid the golden egg and, and things mm-hmm. like that where you kind of start picking out things like, oh, I know that. That's from this fairy tale. But they don't usually go into the mythology. They don't really follow it because what happened is those stories have already happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are real creatures, but that whole thing with Little Red Riding Hood, that was a thing that happened in the past. They're not going to do the whole grandma. He doesn't hunt grandma every time. He just <laughs> yeah. likes right. the color red. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so this is a Monster of the Week show or does it get more into arcs as it goes? Both. Yeah, okay. so pretty much every episode has has a case that Nick and his, his partner Hank need to solve mm-hmm. because they are homicide detectives, but it, it definitely does get into arcs. So at the beginning, it is pretty much a monster of the monster of the week because Nick is being introduced to all these vessels. Kind of like how all these spooky shows start. Yes, yes exactly. Like, Let's find our footing. Here's a couple of short, scary stories. And then we'll get mm-hmm. into the bigger And then it, like the audience gets involved. What yes. do you prefer, Monster of the Week or the arcs? I kind of prefer Monster of the Week. Like the okay. first few seasons of Supernatural are my favorite. Really? Because they are just pretty yeah. much the Spooky Monster of the Week. Spooky for 40 minutes and yeah. then you're done. Yeah, exactly. It's one of my favorite things about Supernatural now that I'm watching it, by the way, is they try to do the big arcs and then every now and then they're like, eh, we're not going to find this king demon for a while, so let's just go hunt this monster in Philadelphia. Yeah, basically. And those are sometimes the funnest ones because yeah. they're just not as... You don't Emotionally draining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of draining going yeah. on. Uh, I do want to point out, by the way, Nick Burkhart, as we as we uh, talk, the main character, mm-hmm. my wife recognized him from... A Million a Little million, Things. A Million Little Things. She recognized him. She's like, yes. I know him. Dreamy, I might say. Uh, yes. Uh, he looks like Brandon Routh. He kind of does. A little bit. I yeah. get Like that worse hair, Brandon Routh. <laughs> His hair gets better. You only oh, saw it? season one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't possibly reach Brandon Routh, though. He's so good. <laughs> He's so uh, good? His hair is amazing. He's handsome. But uh, I was going to say, even the name Nick Burkhart, Burkhart means brave protector. What? And that's what they do, though, is like all these terms and things that they come up with. Every episode, they're throwing out new things. Then Nick Nick will have to go in his camper, Mm -hmm. his aunt's camper, and uh, kind of look up stuff and look up pictures and figure out how to deal with these monsters, all while keeping it a secret because... If he tells people, it could expose them to dangers. Yeah, and they will probably think he's crazy because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <Well>, clearly. <laughs> I was kind of dying. So I only watched three episodes, but by, I think it was the, the third episode I saw, his partner went, this town's getting really <laughs> crazy. And I was like, yeah, Portland has a lot of weird murders. And I'm like, oh, it's Portland. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> it makes sense. Also, I think I think it is the first episode or the second episode where Nick Nick has to shoot this guy or, or Vesson. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know, the first shooting is a, you know, a big deal. You're going to have to go to counseling. 
And every episode, he has to kill someone after that. And I'm like, <laughs> basically, is he just like having, you know, they're like, they're oh, like, yeah, we're worried about him. But he seems pretty cool. He's just killing yeah. tons of people these days. He seems able to handle it. But so, it is, it's, it's I mean, it's a cop drama. So you get kind of the, they're trying to solve the crime. Yes. And so you get kind of that element of it. Then you mm-hmm. get the supernatural element. Mm-hmm. But the thing I found interesting, and this is just a first season thing, is that at the beginning, he's a very by the book type police officer where he's like, this is the right thing to do. This is police procedure. This is what we need to do. Yep. No nonsense. But as the as the first season progresses and he has to keep covering up kind of the fact that these are monsters, mm-hmm. he starts having to cross certain cop lines where he's like, okay, I'm going to compromise this legal thing because if people find out about this, they're going to freak out. Yeah. So he's trying to basically continue his life normally, quote unquote, while he is trying to navigate what it means to be a grim mm-hmm. at the same time. Well, so. for example, spoiler alert for episode one, if that's okay. That's probably fine. But yeah. he gets this calling and he's like, I'm not ready for this. Mm-hmm. And the person who gives him the calling says, yeah, your girlfriend, you have to leave her. Mm-hmm. You can no longer be connected to her. And so he's debating that, uh, at least for the few episodes I saw. Yeah. And I don't know what happens there, but because he knows it will be a solitary life. By the way, she is the worst actress ever. <laughs> uh, his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. She's not great. She's not great at all. But I don't know. Maybe she gets better as the show goes. Mm. Okay. She's not my favorite. Yeah. But I mean, I did like that element. Uh, because she took Nick. That's why. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, because there is that mantle. I didn't know that he never really gets powers. I would like to True. see maybe some stakes in the well, show. The more I continue to watch. He, he does get some powers, sort of. What? He kind of gets like super hearing <laughs> Flights, Hold on. Uh, laser eyes. Here comes this rhinoceros man. I can hear I it. heard him <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> well, yeah, he just he goes through a couple things that it really kind of it heightens his abilities. Okay, so he's he's able to become a better fighter because he can hear like minute things. Mm-hmm. So he's able to kind of detect. I can hear this knife going, going to towards my neck. <laughs> Move! Right? Yeah. And what I like about Nick is that he is very capable. He's not the hero who constantly gets beat up. He is the one who's very in charge. He's good at his job. He's like He's a very solid good at his leading job. hero. Yes. He is. Right? Yeah. I mean, and we've all seen the shows where the guy's, you know, supposed to be the hero and he's beat up a million times and then he has to come back and win. And Nick's kind of no nonsense. Just well, beats him up. But <laughs> to tell you, Kent, I was going to say pretty early on, though, he does get one severe beating from a troll. <laughs> and okay. uh, as uh, we do, yeah, one of the one of the Billy goes <laughs> gruff or something like that. I don't know, mm-hmm. perfect. But he gets he gets pretty beaten up, and that's when I went, oh, he is just mortal. He like is, he's yeah, he's not getting any sort of like you know super strength or uh, you know healing ability. It's like now he has to end up in the hospital like a lot of us. And what's difficult is some of these Vessen when they you know when they vogue and they become their their Vessen side their creature side. It's not just, you know, oh, they, you know, the big bad wolf or whatever gets mm-hmm. hairy and he gets fangs. Some of them actually turn into like full on dragons that can breathe fire. Some of them have okay. like big tails because they are like scorpions. And that's kind of how they kill people is they Get stab them here. through the chest. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> some people have full on full body transformations. But here's so, a question I have for you, Jessica. Okay. As I was watching this show, uh, he would see the Vessen like he'd see he kind of see their true nature. And they'd look at him and they'd know he was a Grim. Mm-hmm. They never explained how they knew he was a Grim because they wouldn't notice uh, it until they vest out. In, or it's in his eyes, in isn't it? Is what? it in his eyes? Can they see something in his eyes? They actually can. That's revealed. That's revealed like end of season three, end of season four. So, I mean, it's halfway through the series before you actually find out how they know he's a Grim. Because like they freak out. Like they're they terrified. They actually, they're like, you're the most handsome guy in the show. You're definitely <laughs> a Grim. Right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, picture it like if you were talking to someone and all they revealed themselves as the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of what you you feel is like they, this terror in their eyes of like, whoa, don't kill me. I have a wife and kids. Like, And yeah. he's like, no, I'm just a cop. I'm here investigating. I have to talk him down. But they don't explain it. Why don't they explain it in the first do, season? Yeah, they do not. Is it a big twist? It's not necessarily. But what I love is that the Vessen are actually, you know how when kids are little, yeah, they hear about, you know, the monster under the bed or that kind of a thing. That is how Vessen children are introduced to Grimm's. Like, oh, you better eat all your vegetables or the Grimm's going to come and get you. Do they explain that in the they show? They do a little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, um, so in first season. I, I know people in real life who do this. 
Uh, Chris Drought. Grim. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Hey, and you know what? That is definitely something that is brought up in Grim. They deal, they deal with like mythical creatures mm. and there is a, there is Krampus. Krampus. So Krampus. there's yes. actually a few cryptids in this show that we brought up before. I'm just going to name a few. Yes. And these are the easy names and we'll get to the harder ones. Oh. But the Oswing. Mm-hmm. Huh? Did I say that? Which okay. Which that one? That is the uh, <laughs> like demon know. with wings. It's kind of the vampire with wings. Yeah. Oh, it has like a detached body. Oswing, you yeah. know. That is the, the one, one that... <laughs> the Jap- Japanese vampire or something The like Japanese one that actually eats babies in the womb. Wow. Yes. Uh, also Krampus. Yes. Which we, Krampus, Krampus. The Nuklavi, which is the uh, centaur that can't mm-hmm. go past rivers. Yes. And there's the Wendigo as well. Yes. Oh. Yeah, so kind of fun. Didn't Supernatural do Wendigo? Oh, yeah. Supernatural's <laughs> kind of done all this. X-Files did it before. Yeah. It's I mean, show's been doing it forever. Territory. They also so, mentioned Chupacabra. So Ooh. it's kind of like, oh, here's the, here's the legends, Chupacabra. and here are the Vestin that inspired that legend. El Chupacabra. Yeah. Is, and now without spoiling, like, Bigfoot's season in there, fin- too. Yeah, Bigfoot's there. I just mm-hmm. saw that episode. Without spoiling season finales, is there a grand plan? Because these creatures have been around since I don't know how long. Do they have a goal in mind, these Vestin? Because you, you go ahead. You know better than I do. <laughs> I was going to say, not necessarily. Um, they're just trying to coexist. Some, obviously, I would say like the evil Vessen. <laughs> they are trying to make the world know about Vessen because they're tired of living in the shadows. So really? there is there is a whole season. So even though they like, hide themselves because they're not accepted yet, they're hoping yes. one day they will be. Yeah, there is one season, I believe it's four or five, where there is an organization called Black Claw. That is trying to. Uh, I'm going to say they're a villainous organization. Right? Well, yeah, okay. with a name they like made that, that. Drink, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yes. that's, Black that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Turns you to a Vessin. Right. So they are trying to basically if, oh, overthrow the humans. We should also say, at least for the most part, from what I say, these Vessin, it's genetically passed from person it to person. It is genetically passed. This is just passed. father to son. So you don't get bit. And you don't you turn get bit into by a, a no. werewolf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. dolphin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at least there was some reference at the beginning in the first season somewhere about like seven families or something like seven, <laughs> seven royal, seven thrones, something like that. But yes. basically this, this power struggle that's happening among, I want to say organized crime in the monster world. <laughs> and so it's I think it's kind of band. where it comes from. <laughs> so there are royal families that have been around for, for generations, for centuries, and they actually know about the Vessin. They're not necessarily Vessin, mm-hmm. but they are like the seven royal families, and they kind of try to, I would basically say, to kind of try to rule. Okay. Um, there's also something called the Vessin Council. And oh, like the, the Vulturi. Yes, hey. exactly. The Vessin <laughs> Council are just you knew like it would come up. Bring up Twilight. <laughs> nice. Come That's, on, man. That is exactly it's what It's a they relevant are. example. It is. Yeah, they try to basically keep the Vessin to the code. Basically, you know, just then try to exactly stay hidden. Like yeah, try to stay hidden. Make sure that people don't know about Way us. Go, Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read oh, that man. in history, the Vessin have been very. They they, are, they get involved in like riots a lot. They like to incite certain yes. people, and they were involved in the Boxer Rebellion and starting the Boston Tea Party. Yes. So <laughs> that's what. Like, what? <laughs> that's yeah. what's kind of fun. Is they mention uh, they bring up historical events and what actually caused them, like why the you know why the Crusades were actually fought, why people followed certain um, influential Dictators. leaders. Yes, because they were they were Vessin who were able to just be able to persuade people. Yeah, there are. Yeah. I was going to say some Vessin have powers, obviously, to kill, but others have powers to influence. Like they talk about how like uh, bounty hunters. A lot of bounty hunters in the world yes. are just, they're a certain type of essence because they, they gravitate towards that profession. Because good smelling or good hearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. They also um, bring up Jack the Ripper and why he was actually killing a lot of people. He was Vesson? He was killing Vesson. Oh. <laughs> Wait, he's a hero? A hero? I don't know what's going on. I definitely on. wouldn't call him a hero, but... <laughs> Nor would I, <laughs> yeah. I think. How is it different from a Grim, though? Good question, but... With with Grimm's, uh, Nick is different than other Grimm's because mostly Grimm's are like, all Vesta need to die. They just basically chop off all their heads. But Nick, since he wasn't raised basically as a Grimm or to understand everything, like you said, he was very black and white. He's a cop. He so seems like how I would treat a spider in my house. If I don't see it, we're fine. <laughs> but if it's around me, I'll scream and then kill it. <laughs> exactly. And I have to say, I am on spider <laughs> alert down here in the bacon yeah. cave. because. Uh, <laughs> By the way, yeah. yeah. I will wow. be out so fast before you even know it's here. <laughs> Ken will still squeal. I'll scream louder than you. Oh my <laughs> here's here's my question though, no. yes. because who dropped the ball then? Like if the if the the Grims are supposed to be trained from their when they're young, and all of a sudden Nick's just kind of thrown into it uh, because a family member of him di- of his dies, mm-hmm. and it's I was just kind of like, well, if they're supposed to know all these things, 
why weren't they training him from a young age? Why let him grow up just normal? See, and I'm not quite sure why. Um, mm. We do find out that there are other Grimms. Nick does meet other Grimms. Oh, so it's not like just like one? No, he's not the only one it's not in like the, the world. It's not like the, uh, help me, Buffy? Yeah, the chosen one. Oh. No, the name. Slayer. Slayer, thank Slayer. you. Yeah, ah. that, that makes sense considering it was the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy the Vampire on, Chosen Joel. One. <laughs> <laughs> but like a Slayer rises, then once she dies, then another Slayer comes up. Right. Nope, there, there like can that. be multiple Grimms. Um, you don't find that out, I think, until a few seasons in. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think when Nick was very young, his, his parents both both passed and his aunt raises him. Passed in a, in a car accident. In a car told. accident, yes. But in the first episode, his aunt tells him, that wasn't a car accident. Exactly. You can't explain more than that. Yes. And he finds out that his aunt is a Grimm. So the very first episode, Nick starts to see some things. He sees somebody Vogue for the first time and he's like, what? Was it Madonna? Just happened. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not quite sure what's going on. His oh, aunt... you can make Vogue jokes, but we can't. <laughs> I was reserving that one for when the time was right, Zach. <laughs> yeah. So his aunt just appears. She's actually uh, dying of cancer. And she's trying to explain to him what's going on, but he's dealing with seeing things as he's a Grimm and dealing with work and with his, his girlfriend, Juliet. And she brings this whole trailer with her. And she just keeps telling him, you need to look in the trailer. You need to look in the trailer. And in the trailer... Which is basically a TARDIS. It's huge inside. It is very huge <laughs> <Yeah>. inside. <laughs> My sister mentions that. Big. She mentions that all Loaded the time. Weapon one. That's how big it is. Yes. It's not that big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but inside the trailer is actually uh, things that have been passed down from his family for centuries. There are certain weapons that can kill certain Vessen. There's, there's and, potions and books right. because what his family does is as they come across a Vessen, they actually draw a picture of it, what it looks like, what their encounter was, and how to kill it. Yeah. So that's it what Nick like is going through as he cross you know, as he comes across Vessen because he has no idea what's going on or how so to approach I'm it. I'm guessing Nick was probably born in the 80s. Uh, probably. You know, because he's like in his yeah, late 20s, style. early 30s in right. yeah. 2011. Didn't they have pictures? Couldn't they have taken a photograph? You I can't. Mean, it's, they yeah. turn so fast and that's it. <laughs> but if they, but have, I mean, if they have machines... <laughs> that, honestly, all they need is like... Microsoft Paint, and you put a tiger <laughs> face on someone's body. Oh, it's a that's, that's, that's what it looks, what it looks like. like. Yeah. Yep, exactly. But I mean, these were passed down through his family for centuries. So these are like leather-bound books that he can go Sacred back through. Very text. important, yes, of course. Well, yes. and and uh, I was going to say a lot of it's in German as well. Yes, it ah, is. Ooh, ooh, can we do this now? Let's do it, uh, Zach. I've sent you a list of names, and it's very <laughs> extensive. Some I may just cut out. And Jessica, if you'd like to uh, correct him on any sort of pronunciation. Okay. But Zach, I'm going to have you read these names, and I'll tell you what kind of creature they are. Blutbad. Oh, well done. It's Blutbad. Dang it. But it's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. That's Which it. means bad blood is what the translation was. Mm-hmm. And that's thing is, like, listen to these German names. A lot of them, you're kind of like, I think I know what that means. Yeah. What's the next one? <laughs> Come on. Dick Felig. That's a rhino-like creature. Ice Bibber. Ice beaver. Ice, be- Ice Justin beaver. beaver. It's actually a beaver creature. Yes. Faltersilne. It's a frog creature with beautiful hair. Fush so full wild. You just summoned a vessel. <laughs> oh my goodness. Fush full wild. Yeah, you're right. Looks yeah. like looks like the green goblin actually, and it, but it's basically oh, yes. Rumpel Stillskin in the story. Yes. <laughs> Now it's, that's a demon. Some of these I don't even know what they are. That's an ox <laughs> creature based them. on the pronunciation. Gadachtisesser. <laughs> that's an octopus creature if you, that latches onto a victim's head and steals their memory. If you play oh. this episode backwards, <laughs> yeah, it, it says it, Paul it, is dead. It, it, it will be backwards. Galamgadis. <laughs> it's an alligator creature. I'm letting you know right now, Zach, if you go back and try and say a, a, a syllable again, it just confuses the whole world. <laughs> Genio Inokuo. <laughs> Are you okay? You like I feel like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> like you're trying to sing Christina Aguilera, but couldn't figure out the words. <laughs> this is why I asked you to read these. Out. That is a tortoise creature. We're not even halfway done yet. Glue invoke. Oh, pretty good. It's an alien creature that has blue glowing skin. And when females become pregnant, they prey on cows and consume their ovaries. I really want to play this backwards now and see what you're saying. A blobfish creature known for their cowardice and being covered in watery mucus. Uh, Been there. (laughs) (laughs) Heftigarosh. It's a bull creature. Hunthalami Mujini. It's a flatworm creature that shapeshifts. Cock and cough. A dung beetle creature. Been there. Uh, <laughs> a king cobra creature. What was that? 
<laughs> Don't make a repeat. It's going to sound different. It's just, it's so like, I, I watched the first season. I don't know any of these creatures. You Some know of the these blue, are just one timers. Yeah. Blue blood. I know blue blood. Yeah. Lebensauger. A uh, leech creature. Le, le, oh, dang. Le sang picture. It's an otter creature. It's PF. Didn't you say your first grade teacher taught you how to read okay? Dang it. Blip. Wait, you were struggling on blip? You only have a few left, Zach. Come on. Please, true. That's a white panther creature. Sharf black. It's an owl creature. Uh, no, Jenna Maru's That's pretty good. Jenna Maru, what? Uh, supernatural <laughs> fly. They have the habit of blinding people by spraying worms into their eyes. Ouch! It's terrible. Oh, dang it! <laughs> uh, dang it! No, you got this. Here I believe goes, in you. Ungeisifer Griffer. It's a weasel creature. My <laughs> job's lot, way easier than yours, by the way. It'd be a lot easier if you didn't try to do the German <laughs> this, accent. This last one is my favorite one. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Wet beer bisquiener. <laughs> Have you ever seen Twin Peaks? When the, uh, yeah, the, the backwards talking yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what yeah. it sounds like. But that is an avian reptilian creature. So there are... Thank you for doing that, Zach. I really appreciate you. Hate you get done. <laughs> Throughout the show, there are 132... Of Vesson mentioned or shown, and I chose the twenty-five with the hardest to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't even bring, you didn't even bring up like hex and beasts, which are like yeah, well, that's easy common. to say. Oh, yeah, because I can pronounce that. Yeah, you got not blue not what's, the, what's the fox ones? Fuchsbau. Fuchsbau. Bless well you. done. Yeah, <laughs> she knew so, that one. And that's what's interesting about the show is like one of the side characters, the comic relief of the show, yes. which he's a great character. He's my favorite. Uh, he is a blue blot, which, <laughs> which is a werewolf. <laughs> See, that's all. That's all you have to say, Zach. <laughs> But it's not like you see him and you're like werewolf, but it's like, no, you have to be like polite with the names of these creatures. Yeah. And it's so German. It's very German. So that's the thing, though. They have all these German words and German names, but they do not try to do German accents. Like he's like, ah, you're a blue bad. Yeah. Blue bad. Like that's kind of how they talk about it. Monroe does a little bit like there's a word for people who know about Vessen but aren't Vessen. And it's like this long German word. And I wish you could find there's it. No exactly. way. Never, there's never. no way never. I could pronounce Which, it. I, I do want to jump to that. We talked about the creatures, but I do want to talk about the characters. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a rundown of just like the basic main characters and who they are and what they do? Yeah. So we have Hank Griffin. He is Nick's detective partner. We have Monroe. Nick being the main character. Yes. Yeah. Nick being the main character. We have Monroe, who is the comic relief. He's the blue bod. But what's funny is I didn't realize he doesn't have a last name oh. until I was writing down the characters. I went, he's just Monroe. He really doesn't have a last That's name. It. He's okay. just Monroe. Yeah. What if Monroe is his last name? Monroe, Monroe. James. I have aunts named oh. Terry, Terry. So what? Oh. <laughs> uh, we also have Juliet Silverton. She is Nick's girlfriend. Uh, we have Rosalie Calvert. She is a Fuchs bow who runs like a spice shop and that's kind of where they get some of their... She's a fox. She is a fox. Yeah, yeah. a literal. Uh, oh. yeah, she turns yes. into a fox. <laughs> so they have to do like potions and stuff to um, remedy some certain she's, things and she uh, is the one who runs the spice shop. To put it in Buffy's terms. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> she's kind of like the willow. Oh, okay. Makes sense. To me. Does yes. it make sense to anyone else? Who no. knows? <laughs> no. Yeah, because I was going to say uh, Monroe's more like the Giles. The redhead? Allison Hannigan. Oh, yes. Hey. Yeah. All right, and then we have um, Adeline Shade. She is a hexen beast. Yeah, she's she just is. Terrible. <laughs> she here's the thing. She is one of the most. How can I say this? One of the most iconic images of the first season because, like, in the very, very first episode, so. she pops in, and you're like, that person sticks out in my mind. She's a very attractive woman, but yes. she's also a hexen beast. She is, and she has a really kind of ugly vogue. Yes, hexen um, beasts are witches. Dating him, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that thing is, she stands out like she's one of those presences. Whenever she's on the screen, because maybe it's just because that first episode, but you're like, she's evil, and she's meant Very to be one so. of the main antagonists. Yes. Okay. And yes. Kent, Kent would absolutely love her. Like, really, poster on his wall, kind of love. Wait. Okay. Because <laughs> I've only seen a few episodes, so I, I didn't I know much think, about her. Yeah. She I, is. She is in the first episode. She is the first Vogue that Nick ever sees as she's crossing the street. Oh, yeah. yep, I remember. Hexen Beast yeah. is definitely one to one to remember. I've already drawn pictures, and it's the future Mrs. K. Dunn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, we also have Captain Sean Renard, that is um, obviously the the police captain, Nick and Hank's boss. 
Um, and then we have Sergeant Drew Wu, who is a police officer, and he is definitely the dry comic relief. He is. Like, he's yes. the one who, like, Nick's partner, Hank, uh, yes. Hank is pretty dry, like, mm-hmm. pretty, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. And then the other officer will come in and say something like, oh, looks like we got a murder here. Mm-hmm. Vogue, okay. am I right? I don't say that, but <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I did want to say that Monroe, he is the other comic relief. He is... He pretty much says what normal people are thinking who are watching the show. Like yeah. they'll say, "Okay, here's the plan," and he'll just be like, "Why? That's yeah. a terrible plan. Nobody should ever do this." And so he's, he's like, "We're going up against a dragon." Yeah, he's okay. like, "Oh yeah, nothing bad will well, happen there." Okay, <laughs> I, I, I kind of summarized episodes earlier. I'm going to summarize an episode again because then now we're getting a little further into yeah. it. So Nick will see something weird. He'll try to look it up, not understand it. He'll then go to Monroe and yes. be like, "Monroe, have you heard of a?" What's none of the ones, Zach? Give a name. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, that's one of those uh, worm-like monsters. They're great at cooking, though. Like, you know, he'll just kind of okay. throw all these random yeah. facts. Because he's a yeah. Vessin. He knows these things about other, most other Vessin. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Some things he's like, oh, you don't want to mess with that, or I don't know too much about it. Yep. And then they'll, uh, even though Monroe is not a cop, they will end up going together, and he'll help him learn how Nick how to defeat it, and Nick will have to defeat it without his partner. He'll somehow have to separate from his partner, destroy the yep. Vessin, and they come up and be like, Oh, hey, He's this dead. guy just impaled himself. <laughs> Whoops. Exactly. So uh, Nick meets Monroe in the very first episode. He actually helps him catch uh, catch the, the bad guy. And he Nick basically makes Monroe be his friend. So the first season or so, Nick will just call Monroe all the time, like in the middle of the night. And Monroe's like, why are you calling me? Stop bugging me. Yeah. But he's literally the only person that he can talk to about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just Nick trying to figure out how to do his personal life and... Uh, know how to be how, know I, how to be a grim and basically as the people around him start to start to understand and start to figure things out and start to know and I like life that. gets a lot easier for him yeah i like that because like if you watch any cw superhero shows they tell the entire team of eight people in like episode two yeah oh here's my secret identity and you're like oh really like there's no secret to it anymore yeah. but also so i like that he has one confidant at least for the uh, time yes but also and, uh, having watched the first season mm-hmm. it, it is like getting to the point where i'm like how are people not catching okay. on sure yeah like how does his partner and his partner has seen some things but he can't explain them uh-huh. his girlfriend has seen some things but she can't explain them yeah and it's a whole thing where he doesn't really want to come clean to them but at the same time I'm like you're putting him in more danger by not telling them right exactly he doesn't want to tell them because obviously he doesn't want to change their lives have them think he's crazy um so he actually thinks that he is protecting them mm-hmm. when I, I do agree there are times where it's like why don't they just tell this person already yeah so, yeah, it gets a little bit frustrating. Um, so we did this episode on Common Writer a couple of years ago. I know a reference. And we talked about this character. His name is Starfish Hitler. Right? <laughs> Very uh, memorable. Yes. Weird reference, but Hitler <laughs> there's actually, there's actually was Hitler. a blue blood? Yes. Yes. Was he a blue blood or was he a... I'm not sure if he was a, a blue blood, but he was definitely a so Vessin. He, was, he found some cursed coins that corrupted him. And when he was giving a speech, he was overcome with emotion and he vessened or evoked at the time, uh, like in the video, I guess, mm-hmm. that only Grimms could he see. He was a blue blood, you're right. And uh, uh. Hitler's secret vision for the world was one ruled by Vessen, apparently. Yeah, so that is what definitely one of the you know historical. So they don't have, do they have an episode about that or just a reference so to that? Nick is actually going through. He's in his trailer with a couple of people. I can't quite remember who, and he's. Playing I think it's this just video. Monroe. Yeah, he's playing this video and it's a video mm-hmm. of Hitler. Okay. And in the video, Hitler vogues and Nick just goes, Like for whoa. a frame. Yeah. Yeah. He just goes, whoa. And they're like, what happened? He goes, Hiller was I was just watching this video on Hitler. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's going through just the stuff that, uh, in the trailer that his family yeah. has accumulated over the years. And he's just as like, did you guys, he, Hitler was a vest and they're like, Shh, really? It just kind of, yeah, blows your mind. Okay, yeah. so we, we've talked a lot about how this is kind of a murder show, police procedural, mm-hmm. and there's monsters. How scary is this show? Is it scary? It can get pretty scary. So my sister and I have watched it a couple times. My little sister and her husband, we've convinced them to watch it. They've watched it a couple times. We finally convinced my parents to start watching it. Mm-hmm. And they learned very quickly that they could not watch the show with the cat on either of their laps. Because <laughs> you're jumping and my mom and screams. Because the cat's a too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of jump out moments. Yeah. Yeah. There is there is quite a bit of, of jumping. I would say it's a bit... It can be pretty scary. It can be pretty intense. Uh, speaking from a parental standpoint, mm-hmm. I definitely had to pause it when the children would walk in the room yes uh because of scary imagery and because of violent content Mm -hmm. it's not as violent as supernatural almost every episode of supernatural starts with 
someone getting killed off screen and a oh. huge blood cannon shooting across yeah, the wall. There doesn't seem to be a lot of blood in <laughs> this show. But like there's an episode with rats, for example, okay. and they show a body post-mortem that had been eaten oh, by rats. Oh, really? And I really, uh, my kid walked in the room like almost right of in front course of me. Like, ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't come in here. I mean, if, if you're okay with like, and, and it, it's it's network TV. They're never going to cross any major lines. Yeah. But it is like there are corpses shown. Okay. Uh, there is some blood shown. There is death shown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's intense in that way. But if you're okay with crime procedurals, most police right. procedurals, this is right in tail with that. Of yeah. the 132 Vessen I saw, there were three based on images I saw that actually look kind of scary. Wait, mm-hmm. how many Vessen did you say there were? 132. There are 123 episodes. Yeah. That's more than one Vessen yeah, per episode. episode. Yeah. Sometimes they cross over. It's Vessen on Vessen violence sometimes, and oh. they're different species. <laughs> so yeah. toxic. Yeah. But like the El Kukui, he's like a boogeyman. He has got like beady eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. The image of that was pretty scary. Yeah. The Zerstor. Uh, which is a like it's like a swamp thing with a skeleton face and green yes, glowing eyes. That, that looked really scary. That actually. is intense. Yes. And then the I should have Zach. No, I'll do this one. <laughs> it's a Gellum Cadis. Oh, that was pretty easy. But, uh, yeah. Looks Come like on. And it looks like no, the you reptile. gotta say it like Zach would. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like the re- reptile from Mortal Kombat, but actually like terrifying looking. Yeah, there are some that are. So those are episodes terrifying. I'm actually gonna seek out this Halloween. Oh, you should. Yeah. But oh, can definitely. you just jump into an episode without having a story? I don't know. Story? Good question. I think since you've seen the first few, you so, probably could. So you've seen the show twice. There are yes. six seasons. So yes. it does, it's not like the show was canceled in season two. No. So I'm assuming they finished it telling the story they wanted to tell. They Would did. that be right? Yes. They did know that the show was ending. They okay. did know that season six was going to be the last one. It is the shortest one. Which is fantastic. We've right. talked about it on yes. the show before, but that's just the way to do it. It really is. And even though it is a shorter season, I, you wouldn't know. It doesn't feel like anything is rushed. Okay. It feels like everything is pretty much... It, it plays out. It actually kind of, I wouldn't say that put a bow on it, but they knew that it was ending. Okay. So it's, it's, yeah, it, it, it actually ends. It is ends, a conclusion. Yeah, it is a conclusion. And, and, yes, and as exactly. a super fan, how did the ending pay off for you? But without ruining anything, like, were you happy with the end, way it ended? I was. Okay. Um, there were some, okay, it, obviously it's a crazy show, but mm-hmm. season six gets pretty dang crazy. Sure. And that's where it has the... Oh, one of the one of the monsters that you mentioned that kind of had like a demon. Mm-hmm. He's in the last season, and it's it's pretty intense. Um, there are some twists that you just don't expect, and it's it's like I said, just intense. But it's I, I think it ended pretty well. I, I enjoyed it. Like I'll be honest, this show is up my alley. Like the special effects are super poor. Some of the acting not super not, poor. The <laughs> effects uh, not super poor. Uh, I've seen Snapchat worse. filter. It's a Snapchat filter. My kids love Snapchat filters. <laughs> <laughs> but I probably will keep watching this show. But obviously, anyone that knows who we are in the show knows that we love scary stuff, even if mm-hmm. it's kind of mediocre. Yeah. Could you recommend this to anyone else? I do have a couple friends who watched it as it aired with me. Mm-hmm. Um, people that I wouldn't really expect to like it, but they also do like Supernatural, uh, okay. the show. So I would pretty much say if you, <laughs> if you enjoy... I would say humor and action and definitely the scary elements, then it would be up your alley. And this is currently, uh, as of this airing, on Amazon Prime, where you right. can just watch all the it seasons is. right there, one after the other. Very easy to find. Yes, very easy to find. Um, one thing that I did want to mention that I kind of forgot. So, Joel, earlier you brought up the Grim Reapers. Yes. There are Grim Reapers in this show. And they hunt Grimms. And they hunt Grimms. Oh. So they are the... They're grim, it, they are the... Grim Reapers. Yes, oh. they are. And I think what it actually That's says the on their... come from. Yeah, what it actually says on their sickle, it says Reapers of the Grimms. Yeah. Ah. They yeah. Literally, they're, they're Vessen who literally carry scythes. Yes. chop people. That's pretty yes. cool. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Clearly. <Yeah. laughs> so we talked about which episodes to maybe start with or, or basically just watch the whole show is what you're saying, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you personally, do you have any favorite episodes? I do. Okay. Um, there's definitely humor laced without. Like Joel mentioned, though, it is it is a bit of a darker show. Um, but some of my favorite episodes, there's one in season one and one in the last season, season six. The first season is called Love Sick. It's season yeah. one, episode 17. That was a fun one. That is a fun one. We have a character who inadvertently kind of gets sucked into the world of Vesson. Mm-hmm. We did kind of mention that Adeline is a hex and beast, so she's a witch. 
and that clearly has connotation that she's evil and she is. Mm -hmm. So she actually makes cookies with a love potion meant for another blood. character. Cookies with blood in with them. With blood. Her blood and Worst the, bakery ever. Right? The blood of the deceived and the blood of the deceiver. Yes, exactly. So her blood Which and she's better. trying to <laughs> and she's trying to um, make Hank fall in love with her. Okay. For nefarious reasons. You know, they've proven so, that uh, if you put blood in baking, it actually reacts the same way as egg. Ew. Yep. It, are you being for real? No, and, for real. And yeah. applesauce works the same as butter. Just pointing that out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, so the th interesting thing about this was she makes this love potion for this specific person, mm -hmm. but it's for that specific person. Yes. Someone else takes a bite of one of the cookies because they just think they're normal cookies. Okay. Yes. And it has a completely different effect on them that was fairly horrifying. It's very, yeah, very bad side effects. And so it actually it happens over a couple episodes, but... Nick, the main character, starts to notice weird things that this person is doing. Mm -hmm. And he is literally just eating inanimate objects. Like he's talking like to Nick as he's... Cushion fluff and yes. change. Oh, and I've yes. seen that episode. This on TLC. <laughs> Strange Addictions. <laughs> exactly. Basically. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, he's talking to Nick as they're in the police station and he gets something out of the vending machine. He gets his change back and he just pops it in his mouth and swallows it Ugh. without even thinking what he's doing and Nick's right. like what what did you just do and it's not like he can digest this he actually gets sick from it he but. does and he ends up in the hospital but Nick asks him like what why did you just do that he's like do what so you just ate your change and he goes that's weird why would I do that he has no recollection it of what no he's sense. doing so weird. yeah so he actually passes out in the episode and they uh -huh. take him to the hospital and the the nurse you know is talking to Nick and she's like we retrieved all of this stuff out of his out of his stomach and it's like Which are random stuff it's just yeah like Oh my gosh, yeah. just really like cushion stuff. And they go to try to help him. And Nick is talking to him like through the door at his house. He's like, Hey, will you let us in? He's like, No, I'm, I'm busy. I'm eating dinner. And he's like, What are you eating? He's like, uh, I'm eating fiber. And he's actually in his house eating, eating the, the carpet. Yeah. And he's just giggling because he has no idea what he's doing. So they have to go in and help him. And it's yeah. just, that's a good episode. It's, it's just highly entertaining. That um, one definitely stood out. Yes. And there is one called Blind Love in season six, season six, episode seven. So Nick and no, all of his friends. Not too many spoilers. Yeah. By the way, yet. we've already yeah. crossed the weird line. <laughs> yes, you don't need to apologize true. for it. Very true. So Nick and his friends all go out um, kind of like a, a birthday weekend. I think it's for Monroe. Mm -hmm. And they are actually given like a love potion to fall in love with other people than who they're with. Okay. And it just like hilarity ensues. It's actually, it can, it could be pretty serious, but I mean, you have, you know, this married couple who's fallen in love with other people and they're just kind of falling over themselves and one person actually falls in love with himself. I mean, it's it's actually so quite there, hilarious. There are elements of humor in this. There are definitely, yes. Yeah. I mean, it is more serious, um, but there are definitely funny moments. Yeah. Yeah. So those are two of my favorites. And I'm, I'm assuming cliffhangers at the end of each season, which make you keep watching. Holy yes. cow. Yes. Oh, so, well, so what have I, I done? Because I, okay? I was like, okay, I'll watch the first season right. and I'll stop. And so I literally finished... It's uh, like 23 episodes, As of the recording, probably. I finished this morning. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just had like two episodes left. So I was watching them like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And then the ending came and I went, are you kidding me? It was just the thing where I'd grown kind of to like the characters and understand the characters and mm -hmm. the backstories. And this kind of threw a monkey wrench in what I knew. Okay. And it just ends. And I went... You punks. Now I have to watch <laughs> the next episode because you got to answer for that. Yes. And they, so. they like to do that at the end of end of seasons. And what's fun, well, it definitely wasn't fun when I was watching it as it aired because we had to wait, you know, the full, the full three to four months for the yeah. summer. The but, worst. Yes, definitely the worst. Um, something would happen and the season would end and you're just like, are you kidding me? And then it will say to be continued and then dot, dot, dot. And then it will literally, literally say on the screen, come on, you knew that was coming. Oh, like, nice. That is That's just great. hilarious, you know, knife in the knife in the chest and twisted. But I mean, it's it's I, I think it's really fun writing, fun characters. So okay. I, I do enjoy it. Okay. So seeing as this is you're a super fan of this show, I'd like you to tell us, preach to us why we should watch this and the show. Listener. Yes. Well definitely the listener, because Joel, you're I think you're already in. I want to watch more. Zach, I don't know about you. I mean, I think you need to do it just so you can study up on these names. I need to figure out the names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While watching, you probably could. Yeah. And how to pronounce them. Like, oh, that's what oh, it was. One thing I learned, yes. by the way, in this series, something, you know, a practical thing I picked up. Gift in German means poison. What? Oh, that's right. It does. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> we are weird. based on a, on a German Germanic <laughs> language in our, in our language. And we use gift as a present when it means poison in German. You so. brought us food gifts tonight. <gasps> oh my goodness, I did. Yeah, what is there blood in these Kit Kats? Not as far uh, as I know. <laughs> yeah. There probably is, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, but let's get okay, to the yeah. Kit Kats. So, so tell us about why you love the show. And even if you need to do like list format or whatever, but why you love it and why people should watch this. 
I am a fan of, well, not all procedural, uh, you know, procedural cop shows, but I, I like the, the uniqueness of it. Um, it is, it has the humor. It has, it has action. It has <laughs> attractive people. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, Nick is very cute. Um, that definitely helps. But I like that it was just the guy's got a jawline that just won't stop. Yeah, it is true. It is true. But Let's I like that. It <laughs> I like that it was it was unique. Okay. Um, you know, unlike what Joel says was supernatural, which it is, you know, pretty <laughs> similar to that. But I liked well, the twist on it. The problem was I, I've been watching a lot of Supernatural because I want to beat Jacob in finishing the series. <laughs> so I can understand the, the, the similarities. And, but then I jumped over to this one, and it really was like I thought to myself, I'm gonna get episodes confused like i'm gonna think the bat creatures are in supernatural <laughs> anyway yeah yeah i just liked that it had a unique take so everyone everyone knows what you know grim's fairy tales are they're not the disney version they definitely end different so i like that it had the the scary aspect to it um i really i like the characters i thought they were interesting and well written i like that nick is very capable uh the and his friends they're very they're very likable characters and i do like that Yes, it is pretty dark and pretty serious, but there is uh, humor and levity as well. And those little moments are quite, quite good and not uh, like what Kent doesn't like with Marvel. Not everyone is, hmm. you know, the comic relief. Not okay. everyone's a comic. Yeah, they so, stay in their lane. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, everyone does kind of have their own sense of humor. And I do like that there are, you know, moments of levity, like I said, with a character eating his carpet. And it's actually a, a pretty funny part. So. Right. Although I felt <laughs> bad for him. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. But they... they took care of it. So it sounds like it balances the tone pretty well. Yes. Of kind of scary. Yes. Dramatic. Like it's a mystery as well, but mm-hmm. with comedy. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. And I like, uh, this is just one of those little things, but I like how every, I don't know if they do this the whole series, but every episode just starts with a quote from the Grim Fairy Tale. That it does. somewhat relates to the story. Okay. It does, yep. And sometimes they're pretty gruesome story. Like, uh, like, quote, like, not like graphic, but just like, there was one where it talked about this guy who took off his skin and threw it in a fire and he finally felt uh, who, like normal again or something like that. Like hmm. it, it was weird. And I just kind of went, well, that's an intriguing quote. I wonder what that means for this episode. And it kind of, kind of each episode pulls you in like that. Right. It does. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, Jessica, that is your testimonial of Grimm. Yep. And we want to know, listener, if you have been swayed, if you're, if you've already been a fan of Grimm, let us know. If you had never heard of it before, we want to know if this episode piqued your interest. And if you're, you know, going to, decide to watch it let us know on facebook let us know on instagram let us know on twitter if you learned something today if nothing more than gift means poison so jessica is there anyone you want to give a shout out to or anything you want to plug here at the end of the show just to my friends and family who i'm going to make listen to this episode yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i can be found on instagram at jessica terry 111 where i rarely post or on twitter at jt soccer 22 where i never post but the last <laughs> thing i did share was the song that joel created for me for my oh that's song. so sweet <laughs> it's my favorite so yeah you can check her out there and and uh, hopefully you'll be sharing this show through those channels as well i will and uh, zach i think you got something to say now in German. <clears throat> but before we go, <laughs> we would like to thank some patrons. Including from the I Am The Listener category, Adam and Rachel Crump, Alicia Bass, Allison Gall, Babs, Braden Winterton, Chris Strout, Glow Daniel, Jennifer Kokowski, Just Plain Old Kyler, Lady Terry A. Finley, Plot Twist Media, and Sean Sandquist. And then from our Bacon Council, we have Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry. Hey! Chris Anderson, Mots, Nicole D. Kale, a sad Vegas Golden Knights fan, but still a fan. Mm-hmm. Our favorite couple, the Madsons, Ryan and Marley Farron, Stephen Ross, The Shadow, and Reverse Listener. Danke schön, patrons. Yeah. Danke. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, Jessica. We really appreciate it. Of yes, course. we really do. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quick Foot Safe Perform every Saturday night at the Mid-Belt Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcom or go to the Quick Foot Facebook page. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD if you want to read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But more importantly, make sure you follow Bacon Sale on social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and follow on Instagram and Twitter at Bacon Sale. We do fun things there. Sometimes. There are fun quotes being shared in stories all the time. Good job, Joel. I've learned to appreciate stories because you're, of Bacon Sale. Very good. Nice. Thank you. And then while you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale and get yourself some merch. Please become a billboard of Bacon Sale. Get yourself a t-shirt. And then if you like what's going on here, you can stop by patreon.com slash bacon sale where a bunch of stuff is happening over there and you can support the show while taking part. Uh, we're going to have basically weekly episodes most of the time where we talk about <laughs> everything from trailers to just randomly arguing about stuff to just you know life updates 
Yeah. And then there's also behind the bacon content over there. A bunch of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, make sure you're Vogue with a You told me I knew how to read okay. Yes. Voice, highest voice in the room. I'll give her that as well. Sure. sure. Are you hiding from us? Coffee was bad. Sure. Oh, yeah. Spicy. This tastes like a candle. Nakedness. Mm. No. <laughs> Flaky. Don't try and guess. That makes it worse. <laughs> Ooh, lightning. Don't come yeah, down here. No. 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 Sorry, I still have Oreos in my brain. Exactly. Is there a difference? Exactly. CW abs are like tier one. How old does it make me considering that I love Heath bars? When's the last time you had a big hunk? I am. Charleston Chew. I think I cut your hair earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, babe. Thank you, Joel, for looking that up. You're welcome. I don't Um, know who these are. Harry Potter and the club in the sack. (laughs) Brilliant. No one can see Vogue hand. (laughs) Worst hair, Brandon Ralph. Let go, Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. If I don't see it, we're fine. But if it's around me, I'll scream and then kill it. Oh, you can make Vogue jokes, but we can't. (laughs) I was reserving that one for when the time was right, Zach. It's vested on vested and violent sometimes. Blute bad. Faltersilen. Fush so full wild. Fulke. Gedachtis esser. Gelem Gatis Genio Inokuo Gluenvolk Heftigaurausch Hantalami Mujini Hakenkoff Konigschlang Don't make a repeat it, it's gonna sound different. Lusant Picture Didn't you say your first grade teacher taught you how to read okay? Please true Sharf Blech Wet beaver